You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. They say it's healthy when you talk to yourself. That must be reassuring. They say it's healthy when you talk to yourself. That must be reassuring. I am the This is Amanda Rasco-Mayo for Chirp Radio, and I am here at Sleeping Village with Meg and Eve of Seesaw in town from Madison, Wisconsin. Their new album, Big Dogs, marks a shift in the sound from acoustic folk pop to garage pop. Still raw and intentional, a great evolution, and we love it at Chirp. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So one of the songs on the new record, God, parenthesis, Zilla, parenthesis, has a rather charming lyric. They say it's healthy when you talk to yourself. That must be reassuring. So who is they? Do you have like scientific articles to back this up? (laughs) Um, Well, I've read a lot. My mom's uh, a therapist and she's talked about self-talk a lot. And I'm also a teacher. So there's a lot of uh, research about children having um, really important self-talk and inner dialogue. And um, it just fit with the song. Um, That's the lyrics of this song kind of came out in one big jumble like all at one time which is lucky for me because some songs I really struggle with but this one the whole song is basically about like your your inner ego kind of coaching yourself to be a stronger individual um, using the metaphor of like God or like a godlike creature and um, I wrote it when all of the like nuclear war threats were escalating about a year and a half ago and um, I was thinking a lot about that obviously and how my parents used to tell me about like the drills that they used to do as kids so then I don't know I just became obsessed with Godzilla for a little while and it all just kind of mixed together and came out and but it also works well because we're a duo so like that inner talk and that idea of that inner godlike presence is a good situation for Meg and I to be in sonically too because we um, play off each other in the exact same way on stage. Well, and the video for the song is uh, is really kind of sweet, even though it's a depiction of Godzilla, you know, in training. Yeah. Um, but there's an innocence to it, which kind of made me think of imaginary friends. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have imaginary friends as a kid? I did. I did, yeah. Mine were named Jeffy and Ugu, and they lived in my attic, and I can still remember what they look like, and they're probably still in the attic. We might actually drive past my childhood home tomorrow, and uh, they're probably still in there somewhere. Huh. Yeah, they had names. My favorite part of being in a band with Eve, side note, is I <laughs> learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. So I had imaginary friends, but I didn't have names for them they were always different but I like remember throwing a lot of tea parties and using like um creatures like animals and stuff to be the imaginary friends so mine actually had like uh they were animals but they were if we want to be big dogs we should follow your lead do you talk sweet to your mother through those crooked teeth 
the meaning behind an album but your latest release Big Dogs was the reaction to a specific incident are you comfortable talking about that incident and um, like what how it caused it to get into existence yeah the album I mean yeah we're definitely comfortable talking about it um, which at first we weren't because it was such a shocking incident but we were at a music festival um, where everything was running behind for the day and so we were everybody was you know 15 20 minutes behind and when we were done with our set um, the group that was going on after us started moving our equipment without our permission and started um, just getting in our space about not being off the stage quickly enough Um, and there were some uh, harsh words said and um, the man said to me if you want to play with the big dogs then you need to get the F off the stage and um, it was just like very shocking and it was um, kind of just but there was also more gender-based derogatory language towards mag i was actually just off to the side of the stage so i didn't hear a lot of it i came in like seconds after to like figure out what was happening but in addition to that there was no stage hands our mics were off there was no one to help us at all or even to grab someone to say hey can you help us like figure out this setup um nothing like that so we were basically in this isolated Um, power imbalance where we really couldn't do anything about what was happening and couldn't stop it and it was just really alarming and and shocking and at first I was you know very upset and as even I talked about it on the whole drive home from this festival uh, we kind of just started giggling about the phrase if you wanted to play with the big dogs so as we were talking about it it kind of became more comical and um Big Dogs was another song that just kind of poured out of me, much like Godzilla for Eve, and I wrote it within like an hour just because I was I was just thinking about everything that had happened and about this person and how I would never want to be like that person. And so that's kind of where Big Dogs came from. And um, even in the initial car ride home, we thought Big Dogs, that would be a funny title for an album. And the song came after we had decided that. And then the rest of our songs, we just kind of tried to push and make them Um, powerful and match that uh, intensity of big dogs just in other ways Um, so it kind of really directed us to make a really cohesive unit so even though it was shocking and terrible when it happened it ended up being um, something that helped us become stronger musicians and stronger partners because now we have even more so each other's back in every situation and we're always keeping our eyes peeled and our ears open and just have like a really great team spirit even more than we ever did because of this event that happened to us because we really can only rely on each other. I've actually been having um, like many conversations over the past year with other women musicians about these types of incidences and just the music industry in general and you know seeing a shift and like the willingness to open up and sort of stand up to it um, which I assume is probably a ripple effect of the Me Too and Time's Up movements. 
Um, but aside from the incident sort of creating the album, has it shifted your perspective in other areas of your life other than just having each other's back? I think just being more aware of um, the fact that we need to lead by example uh, to whomever we're around. And we realize this kind of behavior happens to men as well in the music industry and in every industry. And not to like um, discount other people's experiences and just the fact that everyone deserves respect and kindness in these situations. And um, yeah, but like Meg said, we're just trying to be um, more forward thinking and just expect anything and just be ready uh, because not everyone's going to treat you with that respect and you have to know how to appropriately respond. So just like in anything, like in a fire drill, you practice what to do. In these situations, we have to practice how we respond so that we're safe and that we can take care of ourselves. So uh, this is going to be the first podcast slash artist interview uh, for us to air in 2019. So we're looking, we're looking towards the future here. So do you guys have New Year's resolutions? Are you against New Year's resolutions? I'm never against a resolution, oh, okay. but I, I rarely, I always make the resolution I'm going to stretch more and try and be able to yeah. do the splits. I've also stretch I, I've more. I've never been able to do the splits. Never. Okay. So. I haven't either. Yeah. It's something I've always wanted to do. Unmusic related, but stretching is good. So maybe because I said it on tape now, I will stretch. <laughs> I've uh, recently gotten really into cookie making, like the really uh, kind kind with like the intricate icing and like the special stuff. So this year, I think I want to step it up to some cake uh, decorating as well. So I think that's my resolution. Uh, check me out at Cookie Bites. Cookie B Y T E S. Do you, do you watch Great British Baking Show? Oh my gosh, I can't stop. It's so good. I was watching it today before we drove here because I'm a monster. <laughs> How does that make you a monster? It's like the cutest show of all time. Yeah. Maybe my resolution should be to watch less television. Yeah, maybe. I watch a lot. Well, I don't know. I like to know what's going on, though. I feel like when I read an article that's like, this hot TV show talked about this, and I'm like, what's happening? I want to know. So watch a lot of television and film. Yeah. But musically, Big Dogs is still so brand new. We're hoping to take it to South by Southwest and then just tour all summer. We The, the winter's a little rough because it's hard to travel in the winter. We've had to cancel shows in the past for snow a lot, so we kind of take it easy in the winter and then try and go out for spring and summer. So our plans are just to tour pretty hard with big dogs. Um, I would like to make an unsolicited suggestion in regards to your splits comment. I think that your next music video should be you trying to achieve the splits. Oh. Because you know how people train for like marathons and stuff? You could train for like the music video. We could. We could train for it. That would take, I wonder how long it would take if we did it every day and did that like time lapse. You know, people are like, this is me every day of the year. But this is me doing the splits every day of the year. It's way more hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting from like four feet off the ground. Yeah, I'm like like in a lunge. (laughs) Me on the ground lunge. Yeah, so it would probably be a pretty boring video for most people, but it would show the agony of how hard it is to do the splits. You could also hire like a stunt double or something for the end. end, When we get to the splits, it's not even us. Let's do that. I think this is 2019. 2019, that's our resolution. (laughs) Splits video. Yeah. Love it. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for chatting with me. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for for having having us. us. That was good. This has been Amanda Rasco Mayo for Chirp Radio with Seesaw at Sleeping Village. 
Begging for laughs and giving a tour. Oh, but it's hard to do a party when you're both so bored. You're both so bored. wherever you get your podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.